Hey guys, today's reading is Jeremiah 29, and you will probably recognize verse 11, uh, if not also 12 and 13 and 14, uh, which is where we'll be stopping. These are very famous verses. They are quoted all the time. I will admit I quote them myself quite often. And <clears throat> the way that they are often quoted is that God has plans for you, plans for good things. Now, this is not true. And so I think it's all perfectly fine to quote these verses in that uh, way. But the important thing, what actually expands our understanding of what God is saying, is the context. And we see that from the very beginning, that these are the words of the letter of Jeremiah sent from Jerusalem to the surviving elders of the exile. That he is sending this from Jerusalem to people who have begun to be taken uh, into exile. And this is the lowest point. Uh, well, Actually, there's a lot of low points. This is one of the lowest points of the history of the nation of Israel. They have been conquered. They have been destroyed. Uh, Jerusalem is either in ruins or very close to being in ruins. Um, we see here this uh, verse 2 was after King Jeconiah, um, which is also the name of King Jehoiachin, who is the king who Babylon came and saw him and was like, yeah, we don't like you. We're going to get rid of you and we're going to put your uncle Zedekiah, uh, who is the one that actually um, orders the sending of this letter. This is a terrible time. This is a time where their sins have come to bear grave consequences, where they are under immense oppression. They are under, uh, they have lost what they think is really the most valuable thing uh, religiously, which is their land and their country. And it is in this context that Jeremiah, or God via Jeremiah, is saying, Hey, I have plans for you. And now these plans are not the plans that they want. If you go back to verse 4, uh, that God says, you need to know that you're going to be there for a while. <laughs> you're going to be there for 70 years. And there are prophets, um, like actually in the very chapter right before this in 28, there are these false prophets who are saying, no, God is going to bring us back. Like We don't even need to think about you know, what it's going to be like living here in Babylon. And Jeremiah's like, yeah, bros, that's not going to happen. You're going to be there for 70 years. And so while you're there, verse 7 is crazy. These people who have come and destroyed us seek the welfare of them, of that city. Uh, for in its welfare, you will find your welfare. This is not the plan they want. This is not what they want to hear. Uh, they want to hear... This will all be over soon. And I think in a modern day context, you know, a lot of times when we use verses 11 and 12, we are wanting to say that God will do what we want, that he will give us what we want. And the context here is saying, Jeremiah is saying, no, God is not about to give you what he wants. In fact, he's going to give you something that's going to be very, very difficult for you. But the reason why you will be able to bear that is because you know, verse 11, that God does have a plan for you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. This is crazy because they are in the paradigm where the only way to seek God is to have a temple in Jerusalem and they will not be there. There are going to be people who die in exile. They will never see Jerusalem again. And yet God is saying, I will be found by you and I will bring you back. I promise I will bring you back. So yes, God has plans for you. And that is an encouragement that we should give to one another. But we should remember 
those plans are not our plans and his ways are not our, our ways. And that doesn't mean we just say, well, God works in mysterious ways, which is not in the Bible anywhere, by the way, that will not be in our series because it is not in the Bible. God does not work in mysterious ways. He works in very clear ways. He works in the ways of the gospel, which are not always about us being healthy, wealthy, and comfortable, but it means that there is a plan ultimately of salvation and eternal salvation and that is a plan that he has for everyone and we can suffer for the lord we can endure and persevere for the lord we can even bear the consequences of our own sins sometimes in humble uh in humility because we know god's plan for us which is jesus and eternal salvation